This week on the Spivey Special Podcast, we have our guest Sleeves. We'll be talking about food fights, sports villains, and Troy the Sherpa. Welcome to episode 53 of the Spivey Special Podcast. I don't got a 53. Yeah, Bill Romanowski, maybe? Sure, we'll go with that. I don't know if that's The Bill accurate. Romanowski episode, possibly. Kind of fits with the guest that we have. That's what I, when I think of this guest, I think of Bill Romanowski right after that. He's definitely spit on three or four people <laughs> that are just laying there helplessly. <laughs> I don't know him super great, but just seems like his personality. All right, I guess this week is Chris Lakata. Lakata? I've never said his last name. I've always called him Sleeves. I never even called him Chris. <laughs> Who's that? He's actually formerly known as Sleeves. Formerly known as Sleeves, that's right. He's now the Red Baron. He's the victim of not one, but two Troy Spivey nicknames. It's, it's been an honor. And I'd just like to say, I think you nailed it the first time. Bigger fan of the sleeves one. I got. I gotta say. Well, that just that's terrible because now it's just going to stick with Red Baron. Now it's officially Red Baron. Listen, at the rate we're going, there's going to be a third and a fourth and a fifth, and we'll just see where this thing goes. Kind of like this episode. I'm here for the fifth one. It's going to be good. Yeah, you got to just. The first one was pretty good. That was you nailed it. Who wears a shirt like that? I don't know. Outside, crazy. All right, well, we're going to get started off with the show. Coming on a Thursday night. Why not? Colts are beating up on the Titans as of right now. Who knows what will happen while we're doing this? No, it's, it's over 34-17, like six minutes left. Perfect. Love it. All right, let's do a quick break and come back with Food Court Files. All rise. It's time for the Food Court Files. All right, this week for Food Court Files, we're going to keep the uh, food debates going. We're going to let Chris start us off on this one. First question, what's the best frozen pizza? So I did a lot of thinking about this, and I think I'm going to have to go against the grain here as much as I don't want to, but I'm a DiGiorno guy at heart. Oh. Just I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I mean, I'll just take a straight cheese. I've never met a pizza I didn't like. So really, whatever comes on top is cool with me, but I'm a DiGiorno guy. I mean, you're right, but that was obviously a setup. It was an alley-oop for a Red Baron joke, but that's fine. Sleeves can't jump. I mean, you're right. DiGiorno is the best frozen pizza. I would say that. What would you guys go with the worst frozen pizza? Like if you absolutely had to eat something... I've had like a frozen, it was like an Annie's pizza and it was like non-dairy cheese, cheese pizza. And it tasted like cardboard and I hate every second of it. Mine would have to be Tony's. Tony's is pretty rough too. How do we feel about Tostino's pizza? Not the pizza rolls because that's a different conversation, but. Pizza rolls have brought all sorts of roofs higher with the raising that they do. Those are gold. I didn't even know they made pizzas. They do, and I, I think I've had one back in the day, and I don't have a fond memory of this, but the pizza roll, I, I got to separate them, though. Pizza roll is a different story. Now, I guess if you expanded the cheese and pepperoni situation in the pizza roll over a larger pizza, I could see how that could be disappointing. All right, since we play by our own rules, this isn't on the note, so get excited. Oh, boy. Three choices, okay? You got a French bread pizza, you got bagel pizzas and you got pizza rolls where are you going mini bagel pizzas. I'm going bagels bagels yeah there's something about those you can't ever cook them right though the middle's always frozen the outside is always burnt and that's what i think gives it the taste i think that's what air fryers <laughs> were originally invented for for perfecting bagel pizzas next time i don't I, know next week when i come over can you air fry me some bagel pizzas you bring the bagel pizzas and i'll use the air fryer so no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next category. What's the best mini donut? So you're at 7-Eleven. It's four o'clock in the morning, which is the only appropriate time to eat mini donuts other than the rest of the day. 
What mini donut flavor are you going with? Sleeve, start us out. Chocolate glaze. Plain okay. and simple. Mini chocolates. That's a classic. I think in the, the mini donut category, I think if you're not going crumb or powdered, I think you're really making a mistake. Ooh, give me, give me the case for that one. They're better. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I just, something about the powdered and the crumb. I mean, if you have a big donut, I think that, you know, topping is just a little too much, but the perfect bite into a powdered mini donut compared to a chocolate just hits you a little bit different. That was compelling. I might have to take you up on that tomorrow morning and try it out. I'm kind of with them. Although I, I need to hear your opinions on, all right, now let's elevate the donut. Normal size donut. Where are you going? Because I'm not going powdered donut there. No, definitely not. There's so many better options there. I think obviously the chocolate bar is the best donut. I got to have sprinkles on my donut. And not chocolate sprinkles. It's got to be rainbow sprinkles. I don't know that they actually taste different, but I like to be a little no, bit I think festive. That's in the rule book somewhere. Yeah, different cows. <laughs> I think they're like M and M's, where they all taste the same, but in my mind they're different. Mm. Skittles. <laughs> yes, they're not like Skittles. <laughs> you know, I got these. I get uh, occasionally, just uh, Monday through Friday. I get these. I get the chocolate mini donuts. I know I'm kind of talking back on what I said earlier. But the only reason is because they come in an eight pack instead of a six. I think that's a game changer. It's like a big old sleeve. I know which ones you're talking about. And I also do the same thing. I mean, they're not taste wise better, but there's more. That is better. That's like 33% more. All right. You're at Costco. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> and you got to get something out of the snack bar. Not does churro and frozen yogurt are both good. We'll get to there. I got one of those on the way in. So this is for lunch or dinner. Okay. We're going to put everything back on the menu what they before they took it off because I don't know what's on there anymore. But you get hot dog, Polish dog, pizza, or chicken bake. What are you going, Chris? Now, I'm out of the loop here because I'm not a Costco guy. But out of those choices, generally I'm going pizza. Ooh, they have really good pizza. You go on combo You're not a cheese. Costco guy, do you not have a Costco near where you live? There is there is one probably like forty minutes away from here, which is kind of a haul. But we have a Sam's Club. I don't know if you guys have those out there. It's That's like similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I often do pizza there. Or Adriel likes the dogs, but pizza guy. Yeah, Costco's on like another level. It's worth a drive. All right, maybe not forty minutes for a chicken bake. I'd drive 500 miles to get a chicken bake. I doubt you would do that. I wouldn't I do that. I think that was a song once. <laughs> that was one of the other songs on the Proclaimers album. I will drive 500 miles for, <laughs> for a chicken, chicken bake. bake. Yeah. yeah, It didn't do very well. Classic. <laughs> I bought it on iTunes though. Deep tracks. <laughs> I think it's chicken bake is the best one. I have a Polish dog before they got rid of it. Something about it. I think this is the Polosity. Can we talk about Costco uh, conspiracy theory that I have? Okay. Is that they're slowly taking things off the menu and replacing them with more expensive things until all of the cheap things are gone. And then they will reintroduce. And before we know it, the $1.50 hot dog soda combo is gone and everything's like $7. Yeah, but that's just going to kill. I think that'll kill their business. A lot of people go in there. Those they get a large pizza for $9.99. Oh, that pizza's so good, too. What's acceptable to mix into mashed potatoes and what's not? What is not acceptable? Fruit? I'd draw the line at fruit. I think any vegetable's fine. Any meat is fine. More mashed potatoes is fine. Gravy is good. Yeah, I think you can put a little grain in there with corn. I think anything sweet I wouldn't want with my mashed potatoes. That's the only thing. I would go like raisins. <laughs> <laughs> what meal are you eating that has raisins and mashed potatoes? <laughs> Come on over, I'll show ya. <laughs> what about you, Chris? What aren't you putting in your mashed potatoes? Definitely not fruit. I think you guys were on with, with your 
your good stuff. What about condiments? How do we feel about like ketchup, mustard? Those acceptable? As a kid, I definitely did like the ketchup, mixing the ketchup and the meat and the, the veggies all in one kind of concoction. So I could go for that. Yeah, it's kind of like weirdly shaped French fries. Heather makes like a beef stew that you have with mashed potatoes that she mixes ketchup with, and that's that's basically the same thing. Like meatloaf. I've tried mustard and it was weird and it was not right. Mustard. And I'm usually awful. a big mustard fan. Awful. Yeah. Worst condiment. Don't even start with me. I would bathe in relish before I even looked at mustard. I tend to agree. <laughs> it's Thank not you. often that happens. Thank you. Mustard's just awful. You're awful. The worst seed, I think. What else do you got on there? I don't know. All right, here's our last one. It was your question. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, you're at school during lunch. What are you hoping is in your lunch when a food fight breaks out? Cool. Zach? I think I'm going to go quality over quantity on this one. So I don't want like raisins where I could just keep throwing them at people or something along those lines. Make it rain. I want something big and messy. I want like a snack pack or something that it's a good weight similar to if it's big enough, similar to like a baseball or something I'm used to throwing that I can get a little distance. And when it hits somebody, it's just going to splatter and might get other people with it as well. Chris? My mind just instantly went back to meatloaf, but I feel like that could do some serious damage <laughs> in the middle if you're, school. <laughs> if you're getting packed meatloaf in your lunch to school, I think you have other issues than just what's going to happen at the food I fight. I think your parents are begging for you to start a food <laughs> fight if you get meatloaf in your lunch. In my opinion, there's two trains of thought here. Oh, boy. You're either going to go pain <laughs> you're going explosion. I didn't even think pain in a food Okay. Fight. So for pain, I'm thinking an apple or oh. something like a baseball. You're going to get not only an that. uncut pineapple. No, with the apple, you're going to get a little explosion and a little pain. But the explosion, I would I have snack pack down and also like a go-gurt. You know, like bite it like it's a grenade and just launch it. I think that in a food fight would really, it would upset the janitor, definitely. But what can you do? Have you started a food fight or been in a part of a food fight? I've hoisted an apple into a group. (laughs) Not going to lie. But they shouldn't have been sitting there. I think I've thrown a beer at a sporting event. But I think that's about as far as I've gone. You wouldn't throw food. No. Oh, yeah, food fight. Everyone. And I would only throw a beer if it's, like, warm and undrinkable. Oh, yeah, food fight. Throw your food at me. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> what is that, meatloaf? Yeah. You're like, I have a corn dog. <laughs> I painted a giant target on my stomach. Throw that corn dog at me. It's a big target. <laughs> All right. What is the best lunch meat? The best Say lunch. They were at a deli. Do I need a brand here too? Like, what's no? What's I think, going I think just going meat category. What's the best meat? You're getting a, a sandwich. You're getting a sandwich. Yeah. What kind of meat you flop it in there? We're at a, like a high end deli. You can get any meat that exists, and it's going to be of good quality. None of it's loafed. <laughs> I'm going turkey. I'm really not that not okay. that extravagant. It's a solid meat. It's light. It mixes well with others. Hmm. I'm going all of it. I want turkey. I want ham. I want roast beef. I want bacon. All right. Those are my meats. I'd go pastrami. I've never been a big pastrami guy. I love pastrami. Pastrami is a vibe for sure. It's a you got to be in a pastrami yeah. mood. Mm-hmm. And you got to be, you got to be in for the things that go along with pastrami, like thousand Island and rye bread and, those types of things you got to be in that mood which you wouldn't be because they're like mustard-based things that go along with it i had a burger tonight on a brioche bun it was so delicious sidebar where'd you get a brioche bun burger mom and dad what yeah chilies no mom bought these buns and they're like the softest thing it was like laundry 
That's a sidebar. That's what we do here. All right. You're at the soda machine. Let's say you're nine. What's like the best combination? Five years of, ago. What's the best combination of sodas? We're doing a suicide. You, you got to pick three. Three sodas we're going to mix together. It's not a suicide if it's two. That's mm. an Arnold Palmer. We got to go at least three. All right. I'm going Mountain Dew. Ooh, that's good a good choice. Start. That's actually a sponsor of our show. Won't they ever get our email back? <laughs> I'm following up with some orange Fanta. Ooh. Ooh. Don't and you then want I'm going to mix in a little Sprite to keep it kind of not deadly. That wasn't terrible. I'm impressed. That was good. I'm going to go Surge. Ooh, we'll get straight up. Mountain Dew and squirt okay i think i'd go um vanilla coke root beer at dr pepper when was the last time you drank any of those three at those fancy soda machines that have like the 40 combos i get the most outrageous one whatever has the most variables that's the one i pick just such a rebel Without a cause. Well, I have a cause. It's getting outrageous out of Nice. We backtrack for one second for the toddlers on the show. What in the world is squirt? Squirt? Yeah. It's a delicious. Do they make squirt anymore? I don't think so. I was delivering to this place and they have sodas and snacks for us to get out of the fridge and they had squirt. I was so excited. And it did not taste as good as I remember. Squirt never tasted good. Describe it for me. It's kind of a citrusy, high sugar, kind of like. Uh, it's like uh, in the Sprite Seven Up vein, but overly sugared, and a little sit more citrusy. It hits you, and they have like flavored versions of it, but you don't see it very often. We used to see it more often. These health nuts taking my Polish dog and squirt away. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. You used to oh, see it at the weird restaurants that had the Dr. Pepper 7-Up gig. That's where you'd see it, but nobody does that anymore, which is a shame. All right. I think that's enough of uh, food court files. <laughs> we'll get some crazy stuff later in the show when grab, grab, grab bag comes back. But Zach, what do you want to do next? Today's episode is brought to you by restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire, and cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com, used for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurant.com podcast. That's www restaurant.com slash podcast for 50% off your next purchase. Restaurant.com, the best deal every meal. Sports Jog with the Spivey Brothers. Cubs are good. Get the ball to big country. Generic soccer take. All right, that's enough. I'm out of breath. Let's go on to Sports Jog. Since we have Chris with us, who is somewhat of an expert on sports, he probably knows the most out of anyone we've talked to. We're going to set the bar really high. Get your expectations as high as they go. And then drop them, and then that's where Chris will be. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break and come back with Sports Chuck. All right, we got Chris here for Sports Jog. Now, Chris, you worked for both the Rams and the Patriots, which is pretty cool. They even played each other in a Super Bowl. But I want to talk about how you used to be a Packers fan. How did that how did that change once you got involved with the professional team? I don't know what that's like. I don't know cuz I'm like a huge Dodgers Steelers fan. I don't know what would happen if I just like started working for the Ravens one day. They already have a personal trainer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I'm going to take issue right off the top with it used to be because that that'll never go away. So, go pack um, that originally came from my daddy, and he instilled that in me for some reason. Not that he's from Wisconsin or has any reason to be a Packers fan whatsoever, but 
So I got that. Um, as far as how it changed, the Patriots were my first stop. I did that for about two years there in the PR department. And I grew up despising them with my whole entire heart, Tom Brady included. Um, I feel you. You kind of just have to <laughs> take the blinders off, I guess. I, I have a newfound respect for them after being there, but like, I don't know if I'll ever be a full-on fan of that team. But it's Yeah, just- now especially because they're not good anymore. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of always something I've been good at, just to kind of be even keeled and not think with my emotions. I don't know. So it kind of came naturally to me. But I do get some crap now from from the family members who accuse me of having like seven different rooting interests on Sundays. Um, Dude, that's what I assumed. It's, like, somewhat, I, it's I'm glad to hear that you're a Packers fan still. Yeah, it's somewhat true. But the Packers will always have a special place in my heart. But is that your number one team? Do you have a number one team? Yeah, that's Green Bay. Okay. I like that. So do you have any stories working for the Patriots? That you can tell. Did you get to meet the Rasputin guy that's Tom Brady's personal trainer? I did not get to meet him, but I do have a Brady story itself. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, I guess Unless it's, it's positive. Um, it's I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, so this was the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl. Um, don't really want to talk about it. It's still too soon. Very emotional time. Um, but this, we were doing our media night, which is when the teams both come to one of the arenas in the city. And this, that was Minneapolis. So we had like the Minnesota wild facility and they kind of do like the media night. Uh, they're doing like interviews, like all every press member you've ever seen in your entire life is there kind of circling the floor and interviewing people. But um, we were just getting ready to go on for our hour-long time slot, and this was about a week and a half after Brady suffered that crazy like hand gash in practice, and people were kind oh, of yeah. freaking out that he wasn't going to play. Um, and no one really knew how serious it was because he'd had like a glove on during his weekly press conference, and everyone was kind of speculating. Um, but I somehow found myself in a room with just Tom and eventually one other guy who was on our staff. Uh, and he offered to show us under the bandage of that thing. <laughs> it, it was it was a good four or five inches, like from the entire hand, like onto the wrist a little bit. And it was, Ooh. I'm not sure how exactly he threw the football that day, especially at how good he actually was in that game. But that was pretty surreal to kind of be trapped in a room with arguably the greatest of all time. I like that you said arguably. <laughs> no, that's really cool though. Now, what about your stop there in Denver? How does that differ from what you saw with the Patriots? You mean LA? The LA, sorry. I don't know why. The Rams play in Los Angeles. <laughs> I know they move all the time, but they never played in Denver. I forgot. He lives and he likes so many teams. I know. Exactly. Add it to the list. Um, yeah, the Rams were definitely super different vibe. It's just, it is kind of that West Coast little laid back feel. We didn't have to wear suits and ties to work every day. It was pretty casual. Um, Sean McVay, really cool guy. Definitely, definitely kind of the energy in that building. Um, my cool story there is probably Aaron Donald related. And we, we had the gym on site there. We worked kind of pretty closely to the, where the players were. And one night I was just there taking care of some stuff. It was probably like 8, 9 p.m. on a Saturday because in sports you just work till your tail falls off. But And I got a quick workout in afterwards, found myself in the sauna, and no one else is in the building because why would they be? Um, until about halfway through the sauna session, and in walks Aaron Donald, probably the greatest defensive lineman in the game today and he just hung out in the sauna with me for about 30 minutes we just chatted it up and he was just getting in his workout and his film session like the night before a game like a crazy person <laughs> um, but he really is kind of one of the, the most genuine guys I've met in my time there it was pretty awesome well it's good to hear Aaron Donald's one of my favorite football players so could you imagine trying to block him no not at all <laughs> he's the, so quick off the line it's not even fair like the guys can't even put their hands on him yeah he's an incredible he would just incredible. shrug you so quick no he would just go through me because he does that too he would just look at me and i just step to the side <laughs> that's that's fair i'd probably be in the same boat as that all right we're pretty jealous you got to interview joe montana was that last week 
Yeah, about a week and a half ago. Yeah. Got to talk about Guinness and some other stuff. What was that like? I was so you got, you got on a Zoom call like we're on right now and Joe yeah. Montana's face pops up. What is that like? That's a pretty surreal feeling. I mean, I didn't personally grow up watching him play like live. Um, but from everything I've seen and all the fun highlights, like obviously he's, he's an incredible player. And to see that face pop up on your screen is pretty – it's a pretty grounding moment. But, yeah, we kind of got into some stuff about Guinness, which – I've never tried yet to try, but he, he kind of convinced me, he told me somebody put it on his, on their cereal once. So that was a pretty selling argument that I might need to try out. But, um, I'm going to buy some Guinness this weekend after hearing that interview. He sold it hard. He's a pro's pro. Like he's a part owner of it. It's how he sold it. <laughs> silent partner. He could be a silent <laughs> partner of Guinness. You never know. All right. Moving on, who is your personal sports villain? I'm going to take this in two directions because it's earlier in my childhood, this answer was obviously Tom Brady. Um, But I can't really say that anymore because I just don't feel that passionately about it. But one thing I do feel passionately about is the entire Chicago Bears football team is, is my personal sports villain. I can't single it down to one. At, at some point in the past, I might have thought it was Jay Cutler, but then it dawned on me that he's actually God's great gift to earth when they played the Packers. So I, I take that back, and it's just really the Bears. It's the whole thing. I like that. That's a good – that's good. That's a good fan to just pick a whole team. What, now, did you have any Bears that came to play for the Packers? Ooh. Because every time someone comes to my team that was on another one, I have a hard time rooting for them. Now, off the top of my head, the Vikings actually played that role. Oh, that's right. Years. They're kind of like the thief in the division. Brett Favre. Not mentioning any <laughs> names, but. <laughs> Trey, who's your personal sports villain? I'm pretty similar. I would say the Cardinals okay. or the Brewers. I don't care about the Reds, but those two. Just hate them. Is there a specific person? Just all of them. Just that's like fair. that. I also don't like uh, James Harden. Ooh, that's a good one. I think he is the worst thing that ever happened to the NBA. Mm-hmm. How you can do a step back, take seven steps, mm-hmm. and then hoist a three, and it counts and one because the guy sneezed in front of you. I just, I just don't like the way he plays basketball. I think he's he's ruined it. That's fair. Mine would be anyone on the San Francisco Giants, but specifically Barry Bonds. Him and his giant cheating head. I just can't stand him. He's a terrible teammate. He's a terrible person. He lied under oath about taking steroids. I did like him when he was the hitting coach for like the Marlins or whoever. That'd be a pretty good hitting coach. Yeah. All right, here you go. Turn around. Let me just stick this needle in you, all right? (laughs) (laughs) And now just hit it 500 feet every time. All right. Who was on that team? Was that that Christian Yelich that was on that team? Stanton, but he doesn't. That's a big man. Yeah, he's a big dude. He didn't need the steroids. Did he opt out or did he – I can't remember. He did something just recently. Chris, do you know? I don't know. I can't remember what he did. I think he maybe opted in <laughs> for like $81 million. I'd have to look. That's he's probably so a good big. pick for him. He's so big. All right, let's move on to the NFL this season. First question, are they going to finish the season? What do you Short think? Short answer is yes. Um, I just think there's too much TV money at stake here and a lot of – As only you know, money. that. yeah, I mean, that kind of runs – the world, especially the NFL. So I think they'll find a way at all costs. But obviously the rosters are going to look a little different with practice squad guys getting called up, even more so than the natural injuries that you experience every year. So whoever does hoist it at the end is going to be probably feeling it. See, I don't know. Uh, in March, I would have said, you know, I agree with that. I said there's no way they cancel, cancel March Madness with as much money as it is. 
Um, that got canceled. I just don't know what's happening. We got spikes everywhere. We possibly a new president in January, which is kind of the beginning of the playoffs. So something changes on that end as well. You just never know. I mean, living week to week. I think if they make it to the playoffs, then they'll find a way to make it through it. They'll put them all in a giant bubble and they'll figure it out. But I'm worried about the teams where just too many players have COVID and they have to push it back and we just run out of weeks. I mean, luckily, it hasn't really spread too much through teams yet. Yeah, that seems like they have pretty good contract contact tracing. Like they put Ben on reserve this week. He didn't have it, but he was next to somebody. Like they had it on film. He was pretty close to Vince Williams. So you got to be quarantined till Saturday or whatever it is. So we'll see if it gets through it. All right, let's talk about the season so far. We did our division winners. We're going to go big on sports this week. We did our division winners at the beginning of the season, and it's not looking good for some of these picks. For Zach. Actually, I was thinking about it. I'm doing decent. I think I'm still alive in most of them. We'll see. The North and the AFC. You're the AFC winning. South, I'm way off. I'm winning that one. Colts, baby. Yeah, I didn't pick the Colts. Yeah, you picked the Texans. I picked the Texans. It didn't go well. All right, let's pick them again. Start with Chris. Start in the AFC North, the easiest one to pick. Pittsburgh, end of story. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say the Ravens. <laughs> now, why is that, Troy? You know, they still have one game left with the Steelers. Um, if the Steelers have to keep going on the road against the NFC East, those are tight games. <laughs> so we'll just really – no, I think the Steelers' defense is nasty. It, it's all going to come down to injuries and COVID and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you lose one person on the offense or defense of any good team, it can just affect so much. I mean, the Ravens only lost to the Steelers and the Chiefs, so it's not like they're a bad football team. The Steelers will have to play them too. And they got to play the Ravens again. But we'll see. I don't know. The Steelers' offense makes me a little nervous, but the defense is just so good that they're going to stay in a lot of games. They won eight games with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. So Yeah, they're not going to get blown out. They're going to play a lot of close games. you got a good veteran quarterback that can not make the big mistakes. Well, they, just, they just move in the chains. They just, they're really good on first down at getting like three yards, four yards, and just put them in a situation where they can – the whole playbook's open on third down and they have a shot at it. Mm-hmm. All right, AFC South, big shift tonight. I would have – two weeks ago I would have been like, well, yeah, it's the Titans. It's no-brainer. Phil Rivers is old. They can't throw it, and the Titans are just going to run roughshod over everyone, and now they're tied. Despite tonight's outcome, I'm still rolling with the Titans here, more so because I don't trust anything about the Colts. I don't really trust the Titans either, I would say, but I can always count on Phillip Rivers to be down four points with 30 seconds to go, no timeouts, and it's probably just going to be like that for the rest of the year. I don't know. I, I think Tennessee, very game flow dependent, and if they can lean on that run game a little more, and I, I just think they'll grind it out to, to get to the top because the Texans and Jags sure aren't posing much of a threat. The other reason I would say that the Colts seem like they're probably going to be the ones to take it down It's just that defense right now is just getting a lot of turnovers, a lot of big plays. They're scoring a bunch every time I bench them in fantasy. So, I mean, as long as I continually bench them in fantasy, I think there's no way that the Colts don't win that division. I I think Phillip Rivers looking competent. I think uh, Frank Wright told him, stop turning it over and you won't lose. And I think he's he's like, uh, stop throwing out routes because you don't have the arm strength to do that anymore. And uh, it seems to be working out for them. So I like the Colts too. I think they're going to pull it out. I think their defense is better than the Titans. Was that three losses in a row for the Titans or three of four? Three in a row. They were six and oh. Now they're six and three. They played three good teams and they lost three in a row. Shocker. AFC West. Does anyone think the Raiders can actually come back in this division? I don't think so. No. Chiefs. Book it. Chiefs. AFC East. Bills? These Dolphins are getting frisky, and I kind of like it. Like the Bills here, definitely. Josh Allen is still a a dumpster fire of sorts, but that's part of the like a He's a dumpster fire slash MVP candidate, though, depending on the week. You just don't know what you're going to get. He's got this crazy rocket arm. 
He's got some receivers that are crazy rocket receivers. He's very some weeks he hits them, some weeks he doesn't. Very run dependent too, fantasy wise. Fantasy wise, for sure. Yeah, hmm. a lot like that guy in New England. Ugh. No Kansas. <laughs> I love him in fantasy though. <laughs> Yeah, I would say it's the Bills. I like the what the Dolphins are doing. I don't I think that they were good when they had Fitzmagic and I think they might even be better with Tua. I think the upside with Tua is a lot higher than with Fitzmagic. And I think they're kind of rallying behind him a little bit. I think he just won't turn it over as much, which is what Fitzpatrick is like his whole career has been mm-hmm. really good or really bad. Yeah. Two speeds. Yeah, which you can't do. All right, let's pick – I'm just going to assume we're going eight teams in the playoffs because there's going to be some sort of weird COVID stuff going on for sure. we got to pick the last four teams in, in the AFC. Um, I have written down the Dolphins, the Ravens, not in this order, and obviously the Ravens would be higher, the Titans, and then I couldn't decide between the Raiders and the Browns as the last team in. Woof. Which I can't believe that's who it would be. And I didn't see yeah. anyone else that would like sneak back in. Now, what year is it for those two teams to be in the race? Um, Never. I'm going uh, to trust the Raiders there a little more because I kind of – I think their run game's a little they're, – they're equally strong run game, but I think the division they're in probably lends itself more to sneaking out a couple more wins. Yeah, I think playing the – Ravens and the Steelers and even the Bengals aren't terrible. They've been playing a lot better of late. Lost a lot of close games, so there's no easy wins in that division. So I would say the Raiders. Yeah, I think so too. I don't believe in the Browns. So Odell's out for the year, isn't he? Yeah. But they're going to get uh, their running back back at some point. Nick Chubb. Chubb and Hunt together don't even let Baker throw the ball. We'll see what happens. They can make it happen. Their defense is actually pretty good. So we'll see, but they're still the Browns. But the Raiders are still the Raiders. So who knows? It's a giant wild card. Nobody knows. All right, let's move to the NFC. Let's start. We'll do the same order. North, you're not going to pick against the Packers. And they're by far the best team in the division. So, Yeah, I'm going to stay there. I just (laughs) – despite what I said earlier about the Bears – I, I do think they're somewhat fraudulent just because I don't know what their quarterback situation is right now. Receivers too, but uh, yeah, I think we better pull it out. See, I don't think it's the quarterbacks. I think it's the person calling the plays in Chicago. It's just, they're just putting them in bad situations. Nick Foles is the ultimate wild card too, because I've seen firsthand what he can do when he's hot. And, but I've also seen what he can do when he's not. And it's just, it's Josh Allen on steroids. Yeah. This might be a crazy pick. I kind of like the Vikings. You know what? I kind of had them as like a wild card sneak in. I don't, I don't know if they'd win the division, but the way they're, they're like playing. Three games back of the Packers would be pretty tough to come back. But they've played a lot better the last few weeks with Dalvin Cook being healthy and basically their entire offense. Well, they were in a shootout week one with the Packers. Mm-hmm. I, they're, they're a good team. They're just trying to figure out who they are. They lost a they lot. Had, of them. They got a lot of players out on defense, though, which is going to make it tough for them to make a run. But they're feisty, and Dalvin Cook's playing like a crazy person. So lost a lot of close games early. Yeah. All right, NFC South. Oof, I'm going to go New this Orleans is a tough here. One. Yeah, I think New Orleans gets in and ultimately disappoints again, most likely. But they have that defense, and they they showed out the other night against. Tampa Bay. I just I don't think Tampa Bay has it all put together. There's a lot of puzzle pieces, but it's just it's still kind of messy, despite Antonio Brown. I'd rather play the Saints in the playoffs than the Bucks, but I think the Saints are gonna win the division. I feel the same way. I think when you add Antonio Brown, it's just gonna be difficult to figure out because he's obviously a number one receiver, but they also have Mike Evans, who's the number one receiver, and they still have Godwin who wants the ball in the slot, and they're all just fighting for the ball. And Gronk's starting to play better, get more looks. And Brady just wants to throw it to Scotty Miller or whatever his name is. So the whole thing doesn't make any sense. Like on paper, they're like a super team, but it's just too many pieces to put together all at once. It's like the it's like the Heatles that first half of the season where LeBron and Wade and Bosch couldn't figure out how the three of them could be on the floor at the same time. Eventually they'll figure it out, but 
Hopefully they'll be out of the playoff race by then. All right, MC West. This one's tough. I think this is the hardest one because there's three teams that could legitimately win this division, and they're all within one game of each other. For the sake of being right, I'm going to pick the Seahawks, but it's not my gut tells me the Cardinals. I want to go with Arizona. Ooh. Um, hmm. But the Seahawks defense is just – it's pretty atrocious. They can't really stop a whole lot right now, but Russell Wilson is enough to offset just about anything. Um, I think they end up pulling it out and kind of taking over some of that youth that the Cardinals have. I have no idea. I I want to – like, Chris, I want to say the Seahawks, but watching that – very porous defense. It's scary. If Russell in the office doesn't come with it, they're going to get blown out. But I'm going to go Seahawks. I'm going to stick with my pick at the beginning of the year. I think the Rams are going to win the division. They're game back. For whatever reason, they have the Seahawks number when they play. in like some weird game, even when the Rams were terrible, they would always beat the Seahawks. I don't know. I like their offense. You can't. They have Ramsey and Donald, so they're going to be in it on defense. The defense is like super good. Like everyone else is even playing pretty well. I don't know. I don't hate it. I really don't. I, I, the Niners could come back. It wouldn't surprise me at this point, even though the whole team is like out for the whole year. Yeah, they're all. And Nick Mullins is the ultimate Nick Foles, where he's like, he shouldn't be in the league, or he is should be getting MVP votes. He's like. Mm-hmm. Two speeds. It's all <laughs> about play calling. Yeah. He's like, he's like full speed or reverse, though. He's not just like slowed down. It's crazy. <laughs> and then the East. Do we do have, they have a vote where nobody goes? If we just take the entire NFC West <laughs> and move them over here, I'm good with that. Um, otherwise, uh, the Giants, sure. Just flip a coin really in my opinion Giants, i like that it's got to be the eagles i mean they're ahead by a game cowboys have the eight string quarterback zeke could it be the football team could the washington football team make the playoffs it really could that's the thing i mean the eagle carson Wentz is good. so bad maybe alex smith puts it together that'd be a story that would be a story i'm rooting for that now Football team, baby. Maybe the ultimate F you to the NFL for Dan Snyder if the Washington football team won the division and made the playoffs. Wasn't their name next year too, right? I think he really likes the the negative attention that he's getting for it. It's like, you brought this on yourself. It's right into his mantra, though. I love it. All right, who the next four in? NFC. Basically, the West, right? The two other, of the West. Two of the West. Well, I'm pretty sure the Niners are out, but we'll two see. Of the West. I'd, Kyle, I'd Kyle, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan seems to be able to just take anybody on offense and make it work. So we'll see. They're not out of it. I'd probably throw in the Vikings there for sure. Um, Ooh. And the Bucks, right? Or the Saints? I'm not convinced about the Bucks. Maybe the, the Panthers could be a little wild card there. Teddy Bridgewater's been playing okay. There's too many gloves. Too many <laughs> gloves. So the four that I have would be the two remaining West teams, the Bucks and the Bears. I don't like the Bears. I could see them falling off. I think the Bucks. I, I, Tom Brady is not going to lose to the bad teams, though. I mean, if he plays like he did the other night, I just, <laughs> it's just hard to tell. It really, I don't know. They're a tough one to peg. We'll just see. I'm excited. I hope it – who wins the Super Bowl? Yeah, this is this is what we're building towards. I'm going Chiefs. You, I, it's going to be hard-pressed to find someone to knock them off. Uh, NFC, it's tough. That's going to be, that's going to be a nail-biter. I think either Seattle somehow magically makes its way out of there. Um, or probably New Orleans, I could see getting there, but can you imagine the over under on Chiefs Seahawks <laughs> Super Bowl? That'd like be a such thousand. a fun game to watch. That'd, that'd be approaching sixty, I would think at least. I'd take the over. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I don't. AFC, it's either I think it's going to be the Chiefs or the three teams: Chiefs, Steelers, or Ravens. 
as good as Lamar Jackson is in big games, I'm going to lean towards the Ravens. See, the Chiefs, they seem gettable. They lost to the Raiders. That makes them a wild card. They barely won last week, right? I think they yeah, they won by two. Yeah. Held off Carolina. That's right. I don't think the defense is good, and I don't think the offense is – I think the offensive line is not as good. I think last week one of their best defensive players was out with COVID. I think Chris Jones. Yeah, that's a big difference. But they're – once you start having to pay people off to the Super Bowl, you're one injury away from being mediocre. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I still think it's the Chiefs too. I think they're the best team. I think the Steelers' defense will keep them in it, but I just don't have the same confidence in Ben that I used to have. So I'm looking forward to that game now. That'll be a fun one. That would be be a be a fun game. First round, I'd love that. (laughs) I don't know how that would happen. We'll take the Raiders. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty funny if it was the Chiefs Raiders, and that was the first the the wild card weekend game with no bye weeks. The Raiders beat him again. That'd be pretty good. All right. You got anything else for sports before we get into grab bag? I'm nervous about grab bag. I think you should be too, Chris. It might get weird. That makes two of us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with grab bag. Grab bag. Do you like the sweet taste of Mountain Dew? Do you like your vodka to be both inexpensive and flavored like melons? Then have we got a beverage for you. From the minds of the host of the wildly popular podcast that shares its name, we bring you the Spivey Special. One part Mountain Dew, three to four parts Burnett's Watermelon Vodka. 100% fun. Drink one at your next party or at 3 a.m. playing Halo 3. Please enjoy responsibly. All right, Troy, let's get into grab bag. Reach down into that green. What's the coach from Waterboy? Put you on the spot. Oh, um, the funds. I don't know what his name is. I know. Henry Winkler. (laughs) (laughs) Go to that green notebook of your Coach Klein. Reach into your green Coach Klein notebook and pull out the first question for grab bag. All right, grab bag where we start with one question and we just see where it goes. The first question for tonight is, if given proper training and given a talented Sherpa, would you scale Everest? No. You have to give a reason. Uh, I'm a scaredy cat. I don't know if it's much different than that. It's pretty, that seems very daunting, although it'd be something cool to check off the list. That's not like my reach goal for life, I think, even with the training. God, it would take so much training for me. (laughs) I'm way behind the curve on that one. Zach's 80. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I would either. Even the talented ones get stuck up there as soon as the weather changes. Yeah, there's like people that climb like all of the other tallest ones in the world and they are frozen and they're like landmarks on the way up. Make a left at uh, Zach. He made it to base camp one. He fell off the tram and he froze to death. Yeah, the helicopter couldn't get him up any higher than base camp one. So that's where Zach's at. Do you guys need a snack? Speaking of life goals here, I think mine would be a full marathon. Although it sounds crazy. I've done a half before, but I think that's something I'm still having let go of. What do you guys think? I think you could do it. Yeah, I don't think that's something either of us would do. Uh, my wife, Sarah, she signed up for the California Marathon this year. I think it got postponed, but she's run a half too. But that's just so many miles. I, Vito can do a half. I think I could do it. Did he run it? I don't know. I <laughs> doubt it. It was through Disneyland though, so he kind of like floated. Oh, he was on the parade. Yeah. Nice. They like ran through Disneyland and like to Angel Stadium and ran around the field and came back. Wow. Which is I don't pretty neat. Know if he ran it. I'm gonna call him after this. Maybe he had like churros with him. Oh. He powered himself with the sugar from the churros. 
if you were to go into Disneyland or California Adventure right now, what would the first ride you'd go on if it was just you? I'm going to be absolutely no help here because I'm not a Disney guy whatsoever. But I am going to Disney in Florida with your mom in December. Whoa. Not just your mom. Crazy. <laughs> 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 but we'll find out then. But I, I'm no help to you guys. I'm so sorry. I think I would, first ride it would be go to Star Wars Land and go on the new ride they haven't been on. Hmm. I'd probably go. Or the Tiki Room. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Jungle Cruise. <laughs> By yourself. <laughs> Just me. I get the microphone. <laughs> Here comes the hippo. I think that would be Troy's dream job. I would love to be the, the Jungle Cruise captain where he's just making the same jokes over and over again. I would different material throughout the day, just writing all day. I'd have my green <laughs> notebook with me. Do they have the teacups at uh, California Disney? Because that's more my speed. Yeah, they do. They teacups, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been to Disneyland. It's been a while since Zach's fit in a teacup, so I don't think either of us are much help there either. All right, you're hammered right now, all right? And you had to stop somewhere to get food. Where are you stopping and what are you getting? I'm going... You guys might have to start this one. I got to think on this. Del Taco, mm-hmm. quesadilla, and chili cheese fries. I think I'm going to go Adalberto's. Ooh, that's a better call. Chips, cheese, and guac. And then also a California. I had a 24th guac today. Yeah, that's That was right. your suggestion. Game you changer. It. The line over at the one by my work is so long lately at like four o'clock in the afternoon. There's like 15 cars in line. I'm going to Mickey D's and just pounding down like three quarter pounders, I think. Wow. Like move. That's like very. McDonald's fries would be pretty good in intense. that situation. Yeah. We didn't talk about this. Well, on the topic of fast food French fries, because I have always withstood the claim that Burger King's fries back in the day before they changed them were the top of the ranks, but no one ever seems to agree with me. Where do you guys stand? I don't think very many people go to Burger King. You know what? You're right. The Burger King fries before they changed them were actually really good, but that's not an opinion that you share out loud because that means that you went to Burger King, which you, is taboo. Do you like Burger King burgers? What and- would you even get at Burger King other than their fries? I haven't been to Burger King in a minute. Probably like a chicken sandwich at this point, which I guess you're right. Why bother? What's the point? Um, I go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They have the Whopper, right? I don't like, I've, I think every time I go, I was like, yeah, I guess I'll just get a Whopper. And I'm like, I can't believe it's it. just mayonnaise between two. <laughs> There's so much mayonnaise on this. Speaking of mayonnaise, the big and tasty, I feel like that Ooh. is a very underrated burger. One of my all-time former McDonald's menu items is the Big and Tasty. It's no longer there? No. It hasn't been for like a decade. Oh, okay. That's how often I go there and don't <laughs> order off the value menu. So Lemley used to work there, mm-hmm. and he they'd make whatever they want when they were there. And he would make a Big Mac, but he would use the Big and Tasty patties. Hmm. That sounds so good right now. Chris, what's the weirdest job you've ever had? Ooh. Haven't had many weird ones. It's been so- a pretty... Sh- so what was your first job? My first job was a little league umpire. Oh, I would blow you up so bad. It. Oh, I got <laughs> blown up. <laughs> I can't say I'm afraid of that anymore. I had quite an experience as the four, 13, 14 year old that I was at the time. But little league parents are brutal, man. That's yes, a different breed. I coached high school baseball for like five or six years. And then I uh, volunteered to help out this little league team like a couple of years ago. And the parents are like bad. Like this one coach came over by the dugout and was like, put Johnny in, put Johnny in. And we're like, what is going on right now? Your kid doesn't even have shoes on, sir. <laughs> Johnny's not even on our team. <laughs> I'm going to one-up you here on a story when I was coaching little league. I had a parent pull a gun 
Oh boy. That happened. Yeah. He he was the uh, quote unquote star player of the team, even though he had the worst attitude, which is naturally how it comes. Yes. And this guy just decided to fight another parent. It kind of happened out on the street behind the outfield. And then the cops showed it was a whole thing. But we just kept playing on while the cops kind of did their business in the background. So it was, yeah. It was, did the kid it was, get in that situation? I think he did. Yeah, we had to kind of pull him out because obviously he was freaking out about his dad. But understandable. witness, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's not something you see every day and don't really want to see ever again. Yeah, we had two coaches when I was playing fight in the parking lot, basically. Oh, I think I remember that. Not going to say names. Oh, but one of them, I ran into Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) He says hello. He was at 7-Eleven this morning. He wanted me to say hello. We love Tyler. All right. I got one other question written down. What non-politician would you like to see be the president? The first one that popped in my head for no good reason is The Rock. I think there's some legs to that. I think that'd be a fun one. I'm going to think on a second one, though. I'll go to you guys. Troy, what do you got? I didn't even think about it. I just wrote it down on the paper. I'd probably say Kevin James. I think I can relate to him the best. I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my mind. I'd love to see his political campaign. He'd be entertaining. I think a lot of comedians are would be good at it. Like Al Franken was a politician forever. He was on Saturday Night Live. I think uh, one of the countries in like Eastern Europe elected a comedian. And he served two terms already. But he's great because he'll just say whatever people are thinking and he just says it because he's a comedian he's got no filter do you see tommy tuberville he's a senate now i don't know what state fun fact one of of those southern ones (laughs) might be bama what john mulaney there you go that'd be fun nick saban i'd vote for nick saban I don't know if I would. It's what do you too, not too, like about Nick Saban? Too militaristic, I think. It's a say it's the Belichick deal. Not that there's anything wrong with that in sports, but I don't know. It just kind of rubs me the wrong way on the surface. Brian Erlacher. Oh. <laughs> just pick a random bear just to make him mad. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go grizzly, but then I remember the other one. <laughs> All right, try. Reach deep inside your green binder and come up with a weird one. All right. You could be, okay, this would be a living thing. You could be any kitchen appliance. What would you be? I'm going to say the be, microwave. Hmm. I'd be a garbage disposal. <laughs> you kind of already are a garbage disposal. This is like you have to like pretend. <laughs> I think that'd probably be the fridge. Yeah. I feel like that's the easiest one. You're built like one. Yeah. Cold on the inside. Got a lot of food. Pretty huge. Yeah. Your face is kind of squared off. A little bit. Big old head. Which is key to be a fridge. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of shoe... What kind of shoe would you be? If I had to be a shoe. If you, if you could pick a shoe to describe your personality, what would your shoe be? Be like a flip-flop? I'd be like a new... Minimal effort of being a shoe. That's what it is. I'd be like a white New Balance high top. See, I like flip-flop because minimal effort of a shoe, it's basically not even a shoe. And you have to do all the work to keep it on. I don't supply laces or anything. You have to like grip it with your toes while you walk, so. You just can't bend down to tie a shoe. <laughs> and it, yeah, minimal effort. <laughs> that's what it, that's what. Chris, what's up. your shoe? I'm gonna go with him there on the flip-flop, I think. It's just plain and simple and flexible. 
and yeah not a whole lot to it really did you design uh that decoration behind you in that room oh you mean my bear bear cage chair (laughs) don't you remember seeing that picture i no, i love the pictures and everything he's got going on it's a very good air conditioner vent up top (laughs) is there newspaper at the bottom of the chair what oh because it's a bird cage. <laughs> the bird cage sure. um there's a pillow that kind of looks like one <laughs> i think you should put newspaper down and some feed some bird seed i'm down to see what happens let's get <laughs> some shiny toys i don't know if the wife would like that very much but i think it'd be a funny joke she'd get it we'll talk to her <laughs> i can't take any credit for anything in this room except maybe that air vent <laughs> <laughs> that's a high quality air vent Looks to be. You got anything else? What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? We are potentially traveling from a trip we booked months and months ago, which is probably a mistake at this point, but going back to Rhode Island to see my parents and some old friends and just kind of That's cool. take it easy. And then we'll come back out here to Denver and have a second Thanksgiving because I think we fly back the night of. So we'll, we'll double dip this year, which is always a good time. There's nothing better than a Thanksgiving double dip. The worst is like when you do like a nooner and then you have a three-er. Oh. Noon to three is tough. You got to do like a noon to five. At least. While Should we're be. here though, what's, what's the best Thanksgiving food? I'll leave it super open. That's my last one. You only got one shot. Do not miss a chance to blow. I think it's stuffing. Great. It's the only food that you eat one time a year. And it's like not even acceptable. Like who eats stuffing on like a Thursday in July? You just don't. You eat it on Thanksgiving. I think that would probably, I feel like we should eat it more too. I think it really gets the raw end of the deal. Yeah. The stuffing guys like this is BS, man. I feel like we could be at Cheesecake Factory and be like, can I get stuffing instead of fries? They're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I brought the box. <laughs> <laughs> You guys have butter and whatever you need back there. Do you have a turkey that you could shove this inside of and cook it for me? Appreciate it. I think stuffing's good. Um, I just, black olives. That just reminds me of Thanksgiving. We go through like three cans of black olives. Before we even sit down. Before we even eat, so. I've never heard of anything like that in my entire life. Troy's basically pickled on the inside. Yeah, you get them on one, you put one on each of your fingers and you eat them all. It's pretty common practice. And you <laughs> pretend like you're a baby bird and our dad comes around and shoots whipped cream in your mouth. That's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a time. Everybody else does it differently, apparently. <laughs> well, we, have a, we have a good football game this year, right? On Thanksgiving, the night game? I think it's the only one. I don't remember the matchup, but I know the first two were not good. Well, you know, well, the one, Cowboys and the Lions are involved in two of the games and not against each other. So I think it is a really good game. It is. Let me see. Let me look on Zach's phone real quick. I have Saints Falcons in my head, but I might be making that up. That doesn't actually seem that good. That's not that good of a game. No. When is that? The week of the 25th, right? Yep. Oh, it's uh, Ravens Steelers. Those oh, are pretty good that's, teams. That's important. Yeah, that seems relevant. I should have remembered that one. Yeah, Zach I feel like and I, we should have remembered that Zach one. Zach and I both don't know. Yeah, I just remember it was a good game. That is gonna be. A good we haven't game. had a good Thanksgiving game in a while. That'd be nice. That'll be that'll be sweatpants, Zach, right after my second Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Getting ready that. for my fourth piece of apple pie or pumpkin pie or both. Pie is trash. Excuse what? me. Yeah, I defend that. Not a pie guy. I'd like to see you write the essay on pie is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an autobiography. I mean, just it's just ugh, the crust and the taste. What? Oh, you mean the best parts? I'm I'm not following. <laughs> Are you saying if pie and cake got in a fight? Oh, cake's getting smashed. Oh, I don't know. About no that. pun intended. That stuff. It would it would literally come down to the types of both because there are pies that are not as good, but there are many, many, many good pies. I like key lime pie. I like chocolate pie. How do you like key lime pie, but you think pie is trash? 
That's like deep into the pie lexicon. Apple and you got to be pro pie team if you're eating key lime pie. It's just like the top of the pie. It's just like ah, just the taste. It just tastes like feet. (laughs) What kind of foot pie are you eating? (laughs) Who's making these foot pies for you? I don't know how they need it, but the only person you know that makes pies is mom, and hers are amazing. I never have it. I would just have a bottle of whipped cream. I just don't like pie. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just never really liked pie. I love the visual of Troy in a corner just absolutely going to town (laughs) in a can of whipped cream. (laughs) (laughs) He's just passed out somewhere and there's like three cans of whipped cream. Know how to party. Going to Addie's. If you eat enough whipped cream, it turns into whippets. Hmm. Is that true? I don't think that's true. I don't. Wasn't I think listening. They, All right. I'm ready for Thanksgiving. That sounds pretty good. We. Should, I think there should be multiple Thanksgivings. There needs to be more holidays where you just eat as much as you can. I think this coming year, we just tell the fam, hey, it's Halloween. <laughs> if you can put out Christmas decorations right after Halloween, I think we should be able to have more than one Thanksgiving. Absolutely. We need it on the front end. The, the front end of the calendar needs some love here with a, with a food holiday. A little March. We'll yeah. See. We'll replace Flag Day with Thanksgiving too. And I don't think anyone would complain about that. Because I think Thanksgiving is more patriotic than Flag Day. I can't disagree. I don't have the charts on that one. <laughs> All right. That was fun. That was fun. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. And hope we can do this again real, real soon. Yeah, we're booked, but um... <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and follow us on social media at Spivey Special on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out our website, SpiveySpecialPodcast.com. You see the weird recipes that we came up with. You can donate to the show. You can see a weird picture of Troy. Yeah, that's most pictures. Yeah. Every picture of Troy is a weird picture of Troy. And uh, make sure you rate and subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast. And I think that's all we got. Zach, you're fat. Troy, you're fat. Later. Later.